1: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
2: So we
3: are at the uh, the wheel. So did you guys reinvent the wheel? We did. We did. Uh, so what we did, we took a uh, standard workstation, we reinvented it, because we wanted something that uh, would... Uh, be something portable that you could take you know to the river to the ocean wherever you're going to be and tie tie right there where you're at just pick it
2: everything's there pick it up and go
3: that's right so everything's portable it's magnetic so hooks are in, uh you know any type of beadhead or whatever is not going to take off clever yeah yep so each attachment the beauty of the system is that uh all the attachments are detachable work off a uh, tongue and groove system so that uh you know they snap into place, and after they snap into place, the uh, the tongue and groove provide a lot of stability, so they don't fall off.
2: So um, I could have like three of those around it, or three of those. Like you can,
3: yeah, Got portable, build it. It's all modular, and, and uh, yeah. any vise will fit in it. That's right. So my
2: my regal will sit nicely in
3: there. It will. So the uh, the standard in the industry is three 8 rod, so it'll fit any anything three 8 or smaller. Now there is a vise that we do about the nor vice, so we can custom make them if it doesn't fit the vice that you have we can custom make it to to order but yeah it should fit about we think about 98 percent of the vices out there so uh yeah there's a lot of different attachments that we're coming out with this is just the standard setup it's going to come with this uh tray attachment storing beads and hooks and stuff like that kind the trash attachment that uh, actually has a magnetic little peg in the middle so if you accidentally drop a hook or something like that right. it'll catch this would be great like if i want to tie in my screened porch that's right and then right. just move to the basement when, when the wife kicks you out of your, just, your office that's that's basement, you yeah. get to move down to the basement or down the to dog the house wherever it right. is you send you so fantastic yeah we throw this in the truck man and we go i mean they the old way of working on these old benches and stuff we had them ourselves it's just it's cumbersome mm-hmm. and we're we're traveling we want to go to the water so we we sit down we tie there we sit down and tie at the house this you would be know? cool too. So my fishing club, we get together once a month,
2: high flies and are here at a bar. Yeah. You can do it from a bar to a table, wherever it is. And yes. then just put it in the, exactly. your trunk and drive home. I actually had to take everything, put it in like I have one of those Walgreens, like rolling. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Awesome. And I didn't
2: steal it from there. It was oh, five below. Sure. And I found it outside Bed Bath and Beyond where there's no five below. So I figured my daughter rode in it for like eight months. Awesome. We'd go around the neighborhood because she fit in it. But uh, that's what I wheel back and forth to the
3: bar. Oh, this is just easier right on and then so that pops off and vice goes in so no so this is uh this uh, is the tie wheel so this is our standard setup okay. this is a new product that we're going to come out Supposed to so have it you know hopefully by like christmas of this year this is the tie tower so the beauty we sell with it'll come complete with a base with a rod and the medallion you obviously have set screws just like this that you'll be able to set the level of how far you want the wheels to be apart and then you'll uh, it'll come with two wheels and you can essentially either buy each attachment that you want to go on there to customize it yourself, or sell it as like a standard set that comes with eight attachments of some type of setup. I don't. We haven't. I don't know the exact setup of what that'll be just because it's a prototype, but you will be able to customize it, or you can just buy it fully loaded with some variety of eight different attachments. Do you guys have engineering backgrounds? So. No, so I, I actually work in, like in the manufacturing industry. Right. We started with orthopedic devices, and he works in product management. So it's just kind of a, we hired some guy that could take our crazy ideas and uh, put it into action. Very cool. So Is this your like big launch? It is. All
2: right. This is the day you... New- all right. So we we started up about six months ago, and we're ready to hit the um, hit the stores and, and get on the shelf within the month here. So, nice. well, I'm expecting to see these at Somerset on the dining tables. We'll be there. We'll be I there,
3: like
1: the Somerset guys, and uh, they want us to be there. We're going to try to be there. We're definitely, uh,
3: definitely going to be there. We, we're definitely we're we're looking for uh, you know word of mouth, trying to really grow that way, starting off kind of grassroots, but uh, definitely. Uh, think anybody that sees the product sees how it works and tries it we had guys that are professional fly guides look at it and they're like skeptical and then they try it and they're like give me my wheel back. i want i want to use it you nice. know they, it, the the magnet system in it alone is, is worth buying it and a bobbin rest too Yeah, it's, that's on
4: snaps into place as well so again customizable modular that's good. it all fits into place there you go with the snap
3: you can fit anywhere around the wheel. Uh, yeah, there's just a whole lot of variety there, man. I mean, the attachments are endless. That's the fun part of it is we can sit down and have a beer. So you got a clip to so hold your, your plumes and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. See that? Yeah. And those are removable. You can put them anywhere you want. Uh, yeah, it's fun to sit down and drink beer and, and think of new ideas. So we got new attachments already being made. We've got about nine or, or ten attachments that we're working on currently. Uh, so we hope every year to come out with a couple of new attachments that people can try out, and add to their collection. Awesome stuff. All right, guys. Keep it up. Time, yeah. Baby. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's a pleasure.
4: Yeah. Check us out on uh, tywheel.com. That's T-Y-W-H-E-E-L.com.
2: Uh, like us on Facebook
3: and Instagram.
2: There you go. Appreciate you guys it. answer questions before I ask them. I always okay. say, where can we find you on social media? So, you listen to the podcast. Break great podcast. Love it. Keep it up. Fantastic. All right, let me go get more people than uh, if you listen to. And you're going to listen and be like, "Why does my voice sound weird?" <laughs> I
3: was going to say how sexy I sounded, but whatever.
2: <laughs> we'll send the ladies your way. All
3: right, appreciate guys. it a lot. They, right thanks on. a lot. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Look forward to it.
0: All right. So we're not going to have you speak in Spanish. You have a major gringo accent. Uh, yeah, I pretty much do. Yeah. Being from Texas, uh, you get a little Tex-Mex rolling through there. All right, so let's talk about Diablo Paddle Sports. What do you got to do this year? Uh, this year we've been uh, we putting some stuff into design right now, but it's not going to be ready for a little while. But we do uh, have the Cadillac we're launching right now. Uh, probably be calling it the uh, El Gato to stay with our Spanish uh, lineage of uh, Diablo. Uh, basically taking a frame, a motor, putting two boats together, and turning kayaks into a catamaran and uh basically just a fun concept that's gonna just kind of take people fishing a little further
2: it's kind of i don't, I don't want to know if he poached the idea from you but there's a guy who like will tie two paddle boards up in like new hampshire and so he can like paddle while his client fishes so you could like i could be in this one moving the whole system around and have my client there and we
0: can get into like backwaters that no boat can get to absolutely super skinny you can pop the motor up pull along if you're getting that skinny uh use paddles on each side but it's just uh it was a fun concept we've we've been using it with buddies and it's very easy for one person to steer and both people fish and just get out there i get it gato cat a now you're talking buddy it took me two weeks to figure out the term butt heavy
2: I just thought it was a funny term. What what, what, what term is it? Bud heavy. Bud heavy? Instead of Bud Light, like regular Budweiser. So one of the moms at school was like, she's like, do you want a Bud heavy? And I was like, what? She gets, I was like, okay. And I'm, then my I, wife's I'm like.
0: never heard that. Yeah, it took me two weeks to figure that out. Budweiser. It, yeah. well, I, I had a smart-ass remark for that, but it's kind of racist, so okay, no, I'll, I'll leave that out. <laughs> So you guys had apparently a little bit of rain going on recently in Texas. Uh, we've had a little bit more than we needed. After a few years of uh, drought, uh, El Nino has come through for us. We've had serious flooding, uh, a lot of devastation throughout central Texas, all the way down to the coast. Um, we've really felt it locally. We ourselves were flooded, sat through the what they call a thousand-year flood instead of the hundred-year flood. The water levels have never been this high and we kind of had to sit it out it uh not only had effect on us in our personal life it set us back business wise uh some of our prototypes aren't quite where they where we wanted them but we got them here um we were a lot luckier than a lot of the other people you know just because we're inconvenienced in our personal and business lives uh some people are still homeless and trying to rebuild so we just got to kind of pray for the people that are less fortunate and realize that we've got a whole lot still going for us and your wife is saying you had fish in your backyard what kind of species were showing up? Uh, we were pulling carp out of the fence. Luckily, I wouldn't see... Anything. Out of the fence? Out of the fence. Yeah, they had actually... It, it swole and connected with another creek and came up, was coming around both sides of the house, and the flow was so great. They're getting over to the sides to try and find aerated water and ended up running into fence, and it was too strong for them to get off. Um, luckily, throughout all that, all I saw was carp and perch as far as the uh, kills, I did not see any big bass. And so we got, I guess, lucky. Maybe they're just smarter, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a natural disaster is nothing to smirk at. I used to think that flooding was kind of cool, you know, the small flash floods and jumping your boat and go ripping down the river. Um, I still think that that's a, a nice event, but uh, catastrophic floods like this affecting counties upon counties and hundreds of families displaced is a, it's a real deal. uh, Once you see it, you don't want to see it again.
2: Yeah, we had a flood in D.C. a couple years ago. And there's actually, like, a seawall that comes up. And the restaurants didn't put it up. So the river went from 3 feet to 15 feet, like, overnight. And it took, like, two years for the restaurants to open. Like, there was two feet of sludge
0: in the restaurant. Unbelievable. I mean, it... When you see this and you start getting into the you know the FEMA programs and the black mold and how much people have to tear out immediately and some people they just have to totally reconstruct. There was uh, you know unfortunately whole houses taken off their foundations. Um, four families were lost. Um, still not all recovered. It, the, the the brute force of water and the true strength of Mother Nature is just unbelievable. And when you see it firsthand, it's a very humbling experience. Yeah.
2: All right, I got a kayak question for you So my buddy has a kayak, not yours, unfortunately
0: What direction should a kayak be stored on top of your roof? Oh, ours in particular We go ahead and ride them right side up uh, one part of that is we have a sweet spot in the belly of our boat where if you space them 36 inches apart, it just nestles in there perfect. But also, since we have an ABS, ABS is not real friendly with the sun. That's why we have a solar coat on it. All of your scratches, burrs, and wear and tear is going to be on the bottom of the boat. So we say store it right side up so that the sun does not hit those exposed areas where the solar coat has been rubbed off. So what what happened with us is, I'm not going to name names, but he left his boat, the kayak
2: up with the hatch open, and he filled up with like five inches of water. So the whole boat had like 100 pounds of water in it, and we were going to take it off and put it in my garage, and we lifted it, all that water rushed to the bow, it went down his hood, bent his hood, like put a V in it, kayak hits my driveway and splits open.
0: Yeah, I can see how that could probably happen pretty easily yeah but uh you put that much weight in and it's just it's not engineered to come from the inside out yeah it's supposed to be deflected from the outside and in but we both just watched it like it happened so fast it was like slow motion but nothing you can do at that point yeah more.
2: it just it goes it's yeah. like grab it and like I had to put my fingers in the scupper stopper hole there's nothing to grip it's a kayak man it's, it's
0: slick it's gone yeah it, it, there's not much you can do there um uh, really anytime you've got them filled and you've got to move them at any point you either need a bilge pump a sponge some way to get ahead and get the water out first before you can try yeah. and transfer it all right so what else is going on at the booth so far a little crowd gathering man we've had a we've had a, uh, a good show so far we got ragtag people like that guy that uh stop in all the time keep us entertained um you know,
3: everybody's popping
0: tops and having fun. He's not allowed in Canada. He's not allowed in Canada? I saw the movie. They sent him back. I would probably send his ass back, too. It, it is Wild Man Owens for a reason. Um, where that name came from, I can only imagine, but I've got a pretty good idea. That, But he does have a better half now, so at least we know he's not gay anymore. <laughs> Could be his beard. <laughs> Speaking of beards, how long have you been growing that one? Oh, off and on for years. It, uh, I just never liked shaving. As soon as I graduated high school, I started growing beards, and I, uh, I went through a weak spot in my life where I joined the corporate world and shaved for a while. And uh, as soon as I got out of that, then it was right back to uh, bearded life and being just scruffy. I cleaned up for my wedding, and that was the last time I've been somewhat what people call uh, clean, sh- not, not even clean shaven, but Presentable? Yeah.
2: I had a Manicure boss maybe. once. Yeah, I had a boss who was <laughs> like, you need to shave tomorrow. And I was just like, eat me, dude. Like, my facial hair has nothing to do with, 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 with my work. I,
0: I can sell with a, anything around, then you shouldn't be worrying about it. Look at my numbers, don't look at my face, and just let me do my gig.
2: I think it was Courtney Boyce was saying that he was, like, scratching his beard once and, like, a screw or nail fell out. That he'd been, like, working on something and it, like, ended up in his beard.
0: That was yeah i can relate to that every once in a while you'll have a uh, random find in there uh more often than not it's food occasionally insects um have found toothpicks in there Um, it's like captain caveman yeah uh used to hide some other stuff in there during college but you know but uh all in all it's a utilitarian tool uh for insulation and uh coverage you don't need a sun mask if you've got a big beard that's the last ice you're gonna need
2: in that till tomorrow, right? The Yeti cup?
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, man. How do you like those Yeti cups, Jay? I do. I give them two thumbs
2: up. They're great. I think I have to go get in line now for the uh, the short cup they're giving out today.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is a stellar-looking little whiskey cup. Yeah. Fired up about I, got, I got the colster yesterday, the can holder. I missed out on that, but I'm going to have to go rattle Ryan's cage and tell him uh, if we don't get a couple to uh, demo on the way home, then we're probably going to have to do some evasive techniques and uh, just steal a couple. So, Ryan, sorry if there's a couple missing out of the booth. It was me and Jay. I'm jacking it. <laughs> and then also yesterday, the uh,
2: Shimano had like chafing dishes. Quesadillas, egg rolls, coconut shrimps.
0: I, I, I didn't partake in that. I haven't actually made it over to the conventional side.
1: I don't think they haven't been We've been ahead. stuck in the
0: booth. And then uh, other than that, we've just been kind of chilling with everybody that's been running through here. We've got a classic crew of derelicts that just could pop in and out. Um, it's been fun. There's much more of a community on this side than the other side. If fly side is where it's at we've exhibited on both sides no offense to the conventional people hey you're still out fishing it's great but it uh, everybody knows each other and just kind of gets along down here it's more of a family reunion than a real work event we do work when, we, when we're forced to but uh, this is a, a good time to catch up see what everybody's doing keep tabs on your friends and uh, just sit down and kind of hang out for a little while where can we find you guys on social media? Uh, you can check me at uh, at Diablo PS on Instagram and Twitter um, the face space I'm not real sure it's tagged to Megan's uh, Megan Flemings did you just blog. combine MySpace and Facebook FaceSpace? <laughs> <I think laughs> you know whatever whatever that stuff is good, right? I mean I, I don't I don't do the face Facebook thing and so uh, but, yeah, just look up Diablo Paddle Sports, and I think it comes up if that's how it works. But uh, we've got a guy that just came on with us, Justin. We're really happy to have him on board. He's going to do a much better job of managing our uh, Facebook than I ever attempted to. Um, and so he will get you hooked up on there. But uh, anytime you want to harass me, Instagram's the easiest way. Sounds good. All right, I'm going to go mosey around some more. I think my legs are well-rested now. That sounds great, Rob. I really appreciate you stopping by, and uh, always look forward to these little uh, sit downs. Fantastic. All right, man. Thanks. All
2: right, catching up, vitavoo. So, I got a client who's buying a sling pack from you. So, uh, nice man. Noticing sling packs, you've got besides the colors that you got artwork on them. So. <laughs> Yeah, so each year we do a project called the Real Service Project, and this year
5: 100% of the proceeds are going to Project Healing Waters directly to support the veterans programs that they do and to help those guys back out. So essentially what we do is we literally build these packs, we we do white panels or hand off white fabric, um, basically pairing our our best with the the best of a series of elite artists that all have stepped up and given so much to be able to help make the program a reality. So who are these done by? So we've got AD Maddox, we've got Derek DeYoung, we've got Andrea Larco, Jeff Kennedy did a set of the fly tying gear for us with all his little flies, which is great. Um, we've got uh, one up here from Paul Puckett with a redfish fin. It's pretty awesome. Um, Derek's is great with the, with the brown trout flank, AD with the bird trout flank. So we're getting like saltwater, freshwater all represented. And then Eric Cornung and Jonathan Marcourt did some amazing stuff, and Josh Udison came on board this year and added some amazing stuff too. But it's kind of fun to see even the new artists, you know, guys that really aren't well known but are still doing some elaborate stuff. Like yeah. Ty Halleck out of Casper, Wyoming, he's just doing some amazing work. He did some leader wallets and donated a box for us to, to include in the raffle this year. And, some lucky winner is going to pay a $10 ticket, and it's going to be like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know, the golden ticket, so to speak. I'm interested awesome. to see who has one.
2: Nice. And we have a fireproof? Uh... <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, no, we, uh, we made darn sure that every panel, every piece of wood was treated on all levels this year. No no more fire marshal hazards this year. Yeah. So.
2: So, and these are, like, the paint. Like, you can take these out and oh, absolutely. it's not going to, like... I mean, this looks like it's actually the fabric. Is that yeah, color? so so we the painted packs are definitely those
5: specifically for this project. But this year too, we uh, we just launched a series of artisan slings. Um, the first of which is this A.D. Maddox Brook Trout flank print, and we actually work with a special provider that that takes a, a really unique blackout fabric with a with a waterproof backing, and then prints prints her artwork right on it. And so we uh, we did that as a limited series, one of a hundred packs, and. Uh, ultimately there's gonna be two artist proofs and a hundred others out there and then uh, when they're gone they're gone so it's kind of fun
2: interesting let's talk about the torch bears so if you're not following the torch (laughs) bears on instagram go do that yeah thank you yeah so basically we
5: we got approached by everybody from high high high-end professionals all the way down to everyday anglers and the reality is is that a lot of folks have the same kind of mission in mind that look we love what you're doing we love the fact that you're making stuff in america and using american stuff and you know you're hiring local folks and local families and put people to work and so we just we just want to help you in any way we can so torch bears can be anything from you know pitching in pictures or videos from the stuff in the field or just sharing the good word around a campfire or you know showing up to give us a hand at a show or or whatever but just supporting our effort and uh, believing in what we do and and doing that and as a return we we have a, a special publication called the torch it's a quarterly deal and then we send out you know special deals or people get first access to stuff that isn't publicly available yet they get to check some new stuff out or or special promotions it's just our way to say thank you for all that they do
2: fantastic and
5: you're yeah. still having fun doing all this are you kidding me man i love yeah. it like i i remember yeah, those you. days in the garage like freezing my butt off you especially know? last like, winter man it's oh. you were indoors oh dude seriously well that basement wasn't exactly much warmer than the rest of the outdoors but uh yeah we had the wood stove fired up this year so i did
2: there, my noble best there was an old sewing machine at the thrift store it kind of made me like I wonder, <laughs> just for repairing clothes and stuff dude, i'm like man sure bought it man if if he can do it i can do it well obviously
5: because i'm you know i'm certainly not the guy who can pick up a new trade and learn it easily so it was uh it was definitely a battle but man it was it was worth it so you should definitely do that absolutely awesome
2: all right well that's that's all my questions for this year i'm honored thanks a lot rob i appreciate you guys all right so we're gonna they're doing an industry talk here so i'm just gonna put the mic down and we're gonna discuss uh blackstrap industries
6: All right, so I guess I'm going to start with the basis of the company, right? So Blackstrap uh, founded Bend, Oregon, 2008, with the premise to be a 100% domestic company. What that means is everything from the milling of our fabrics to construction, packaging, QC, distribution, the whole bit, all done here, right? So we're proud to say that we do everything. So then we...
0: Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
6: And just as an aside, we make a big deal about that. Nice. Nice. Uh, We actually are starting a column. The General Corporation oh, that is going to be called Made
7: in America. Very so cool. We're going to feature different companies that make stuff in America. That's nice. Because readers yeah, that's like impressive. to
6: know about it, and of course, if you're making stuff in America, you're proud about it. You want readers to know about it. So. Yeah, Blackstrap's pretty happy. I mean, we're proud to employ uh, over 170 workers. They work full time. Yep. We uh, they work. You know, they work from uh, packaging to co-seeing to the sewing of the products, all the way to designing of our catalogs and everything else. So it's pretty cool. So when we decided to come into the fishing market, right, we wanted to come into the market with the idea that we wanted to bring a product that worked with the fishermen and not against them, right? So first we started with the milling of our fabrics, right? So we went to our factories to have to mill our fabrics. We asked them to put pores on our fabric. So just like your skin, which has pores, we wanted our fabric to work with your body and act kind of like a third layer of skin. And the idea behind that was maximum breathability, heat dissipation, and functionality with your body. All right, so imagine my thumbs are your breath, right? So, for example, when you're breathing, the pores are, ex- are designed to expand, allowing moisture and heat to dissipate. And when they contract, that's where we get some of our technical aspects like wind rated at 25 miles an hour, UPF 50 plus. So, you pretty much won't burn on the water. Uh, and things of like maximum stretchability. So, all of our fabrics do not have any spandex, any elastin in them at all. As you know, the problem with spandex and elastin is, number one, spandex holds body odor. Right, so, we can claim that our products are 100% antimicrobial and will not uh, retain the odor from the environment around them. Secondly, with elastine and spandexes, the problem you have is salt water use, washing in your washing machine, anything of that nature. It's going to break down the fibers in the spandex and elastine, and you start to lose elast- elasticity in your products. So, therefore, you don't have the rigidity to hold it up on your head anymore. All of our fabrics are over 400% stretch with zero spandex in elastic. So it's designed to work with you and stay on your head and stay comfortable. The other big thing with our products is uh, the hydrophobic aspect. So all of our threads are 100% hydrophobic, meaning they don't retain water and they don't take on the environment around them. And so what that means is, let's say it's 100 degrees outside, you're fishing, 80% humidity, you're hot. You're gonna take your product, you can dunk it in some ice water, and what it's gonna do is that ice water is gonna sit in between the pores of the fabric, and it's actually gonna work to keep you cool for up to two hours. The beauty of that product, of that uh, factor is is because it's not actually sitting in the fabric and just in between the pores it's not actually sitting against your skin it's sitting right above it so what it's going to do is you're not going to get that soppy wet you know i'm i'm i feel like a raisin kind of feeling but again let's say you don't want to be cool for two hours all you do is you grab the piece give it a nice hard waft and 75 percent of the moisture is going to shoot out of it and it'll dry in about five to ten minutes it's pretty cool then we get into some of our printing so We have a patent on our printing, uh, it's called Hydro Sublimation. So we guarantee all of our prints for the life of the product. So it'll never crack, shrink, fade, peel for life. And the beauty of that is is we can print anything from your face on your face to full photos. It's always going to look super vibrant and and nice. Can you print my face on my face. Yeah, we did a thing for the Google employees last year where we printed uh, everybody's faces and they went skiing with goggles so everybody wore somebody else's face so nobody could (laughs) tell who was who. And it was like a bonding. It was kind of their way of doing a bonding experience. It was forcing them to talk to people that who they thought was somebody else to get to know each other. I can put
2: like Alessandra Rogio's face on on my wife?
6: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah could be, oh, I could have, you have, can have, you have dinner with, like, like Alessandro. And Bert. your wife can make you Brad Pitt for a day if you wanted to. <laughs> uh,
2: shoot. Daniel Craig.
6: Oh, there you go. Daniel Craig's a good one. So we get into our neck tubes. We offer a brick uh, color spectrum, as you can see. Um, $19.99 at retail uh, for the full gambit. So we're, you know, about 5 to $10 less than most of our competitors for a lot more technology. Um, those are our neck tubes. Then you transfer into our sleeves. So sleeves are kind of a new concept for the fishing market, right? Everybody's done it a little bit, nobody's really done it well, right? So coming into the market, we wanted to take our same fabrics, do the same thing. So, UPF rated, dip it in the water, hydrophobic, uh, they'll block mosquitoes, it will do all that stuff. Oh, really? But the beauty of the sleeves are, you can wear short sleeves anymore, right? The other idea is, because of their sleeves, what's the biggest problem that fishermen have when they're wearing long sleeves? You catch a fish, you get your arm wet, what do you get? You get the soggy, saggy sleeve ready. problem. So you end up rolling it up, or pulling it up anyway. So, the whole point of sleeves is to function with you. You know, dip your arm in the water, keep you cool. We also do some fun stuff that we've done with uh, Trial Unlimited where you can measure your fish in the water, (laughs) keep them wet. That's cool. Right? Sleeves are designed, you know, so the full spectrum we also have, uh, we're working on a deal with Pro Knot where we'll put knots on the sleeves, so the 10 basic knots you need for fly fishing or angling in general, the whole idea, you know, for guides and things like that. Sleeves, $28.99 at retail, really a key piece. Once you use them, you'll pretty much never go back something to try to markets as well? Yeah, I'm going to show they, you real quick what we did. We, we tried to closely it. with them. They got a call with the magazine. Really right, I'll show you what we did with them. So uh, it's on the next page after this. Then we get into our hood. So our hood was kind of our our answer to the guy, the guy that's on the water. 360 days you know, Daisy He's there out every day. He's burnt to a crisp, right? So the idea was 360 degrees of protection, right? The problem with most hoods out there is a lot of factors. First thing, you get sunglass pressure headaches, right? Because you put your sunglasses on, you pull your mouth down, it presses against your head second problem right the mouth is never functional enough. you do this it comes yeah. up into your nose you do this it covers your eyes so the first thing we did is we designed a functional mouthpiece right you can eat you can drink you can do all that stuff and it's not going to do this every time right the other big thing is if you watch the side of the face mask here you'll see as you bring it up you see how it tapers out we added extra fabric on each side so as you pull it up it gives room to your sunglasses so no more pressure headaches the other big thing is with our 400% stretch, a lot of guys are doing exactly this. They'll drop the hat up into the mask, put the hat over their head, and have full sun protection all day without having to mess with it. So, really good product, relatively new in the fishing world, but it's it's getting some traction. It's doing pretty good. Then we get into Trout Limited. So, we are the official face mask of Trout Limited and a corporate sponsor. Cool. I work with Joel and Walt, um, you know, both good guys. Um, they have a, if you guys want a Trout Limited mass, they have them over there in the booth. So you know, we made a bunch of them for the show. Uh, but what we did with Trout Limited is we didn't want to just be a sponsor, right? We didn't want to come in and say, here's money for some, for some fisheries and conserving, and then here, put our logo somewhere. So what we did is we designed what we call the Full Circle Program. So what we did is we brought a full circle between shops, consumers, and Blackstrap, and Trout Limited all into the program. And I'll show you how that works. We built custom products for TU, right? Attached to every single one of these TU products is a free year subscription to TU, as well as TU Magazine, right? So what, hap- so what happens is, uh, when a customer buys this product, they get to be part of the five fishing lifestyle, right? They get attached, they feel like they're part of that TU family. Right? The shops are really excited because they make the full margins on their products. Mm-hmm. TU is super excited because they gain a membership. And Blackstrap is very happy because they're wearing our products. So it's kind of this full circle basis, right? And it was our way to give back right and it was our way to help TU gain the memberships because the higher membership counts the more the more pressure that they can put on you know government entities and all that other stuff right so the TU program in a nutshell then we move into Von Cochran line so Von Cochran formerly with Buff Decided to come over with us. He's our featured artist this year. Uh, he's you know Blackfly Outfitters, and we brought over the entire Blackfly line into our catalog. And we gave Vaughn bon the ability to express himself. So he came out with a bunch of prints. Everything that crosses over from permit to bonefish, the tarpon to barracudas, all the way up to things like sunset palms and crab, brass and things that can transition out of fishing, right? So Vaughn is our featured artist this year, tubes, hoods, sleeves, same gambit. Then we go where we're kind of changing the dynamic in the industry is because we're USA made, we have a full custom program. And the way it works is when a shop or a brand or a guide or outfitter comes in and buys any of our Black Trap products, they qualify for our custom program. As limited, as limited as 24 units, 12 pieces per design, 14 day turnaround. So they send us the logos, we design them in 48 hours. After 48 hours, they approve it, and in less than 14 days, the product's at their door. That was for Fly South, which was right over there. It was actually showing that one right
2: now. Have to get some for, uh, for not with Navy Seal Vets. Oh, nice! Frogman
6: Outdoors. So. Yeah, we just did. Uh, we made five thousand masks for uh, Wounded Warriors. Nice. We they used it as kind of their uh, funding piece. So when uh, basically the way Wounded Warriors works is it's another vet who's right. kind of made it and has money and whatever. They come in and they buy the masks for their you know for the other vets. And then when they get a donation, we make custom ones that has to do with their whole program. It's really cool. Yeah. So right. we made a bunch for them, and uh, wow, that was a quick and easy.
2: We're now in line. Uh, hopefully you can hear over the, the band. Who do we have with us now? Uh, name's Steven Lester with Wild Florida
8: Outdoors. And you are revamping a shop uh, for these days? Yeah, we're trying to turn it from a regular tackle shop into fly only. We have a big need for it in our area. Uh, East Coast, Space Coast right here. Um, Mosquito Lagoon area that... Uh, we had a flash out for 30 years that went under about seven years ago, and since then we've just needed the culture back, and it's yeah. great. It's, we've got the following now, so it's and going. And You got the benefit of fresh and salt, so you can come out here and do bass, and you got redfish and snook, whatever. Yeah, and we get the we get the shad run now, big nice. shad run through here, and uh, we get our juvenile tarpon fishery is crazy now. I mean, we rival the Juvie Everglades fishery all day long. Are you getting American or hickory shad? Um, they're American shad. Yeah, A nice big row female. Yeah, they come straight down from the St. John's and just hit all of our branches in the econ and stuff, man. It's uh, it's cool. If our shad fishing lasted all year in D.C., like,
2: it's insane. I mean, we get 100 fish in a day from shore on really? a good day. Wow. That's if crazy. If you're out there, it's not so much the fly, but how you fish it. You know, sink tip. If you get it
8: in the right spot, you find a school— every cast that's what they always say the saying here is if you're not pulling up muscle shells off the bottom you're not fishing deep enough to catch the shad you know that's the one way to know but you'll get you'll get 40-50 guys in the middle of the channel waiting here during when the shad run is yeah you'll go to the boat ramp there'll be 500,000 boats uh, $500,000 worth of flats boats there. There'll be Hell's Bays from one end of the park a lot to the other, and they're all going out for the shad, man. It's huge. It's huge. It's fun. Not my forte. I like big fish that break my line, but... Are you allowed to take these shad home? Uh, no. I don't believe you can keep them here. Cool hold on a second so where can we find your shop and just your information online uh information online would uh basically social media We're revamping the website right now and uh the shop's in titusville florida uh right now we're in between shops so garden street would be the the old home base that's where we're found uh so we're just kind of in the move and in the process of rebuilding all right thanks so much no problem man
2: thank you Okay, let's talk about uh, some Idaho products. What do we got here?
4: Idaho products. Uh, We've got our new lanyard from Supplefly. And uh, it's pretty versatile, uh, very different than anything on the market today in that uh, you can clip it to your shirt without a necklace strap. All your tools, snips, emos, pinpoints for different types of lanyards, four spools of tippet and you can put all your bugs in the velcro on the front side and it'll clip to anything clip it between your waiter straps, shirt, side of your shorts and that's uh that's our latest product. Does anyone wear a vest anymore? If they're wearing a vest they're crazy. <laughs> Not me. Uh you know, I got injuries, neck injuries, back injuries, stuff like that. And I don't like wearing anything. No weight. I don't even like picking up my kids. <laughs>
2: That's a benefit of my kid being like that she doesn't eat. Yeah, just ultra light. Yeah. Right, let's talk about the visor. So the visor's been out for a while. Like, I've seen this a while ago on, on social media. Yeah. And it goes on your car visor and then you can just pop it right off and yeah. take it wherever you're going. Yeah, it's a uh, little different
4: system, something that you gotta got to just embrace and work with. Um, so it's, it's it's one of those things that's kind of hard to explain to people unless you really get their attention Um, but it it really is a product that will simplify your life especially if you're a a boat fisherman Um, I I keep four of them in the back of my SUV they they come with uh, UV strips so you can mount them um, on your boat in the back of your SUV or to the visor of your vehicle so I have five of them in my car Um, I just transfer them straight from the back of my car or off my visor straight to the boat I, I fish I put the boat on the trailer, I rip them off the back seats of the boat, and they go right back into the, the car, and I'm not losing bugs or fly boxes or anything lightweight that, on the freeway while I'm going down the freeway. And these are
2: all your Idaho flies you brought with you? Yeah, I got a handful of them. Some yeah. of them so, are this mines. stuff, a little dollop of Clear Cure Hydro, and then zap it. It's so much better than burning it.
4: Yeah, if yeah. If you yeah.
2: melt that, that pearl braid, it I, like, gets on you and it'll burn like. That stuff drips. Yeah. plastic. I need to, I need to
4: uh, step it up in my fly tying for sure. <laughs> he's all over. You got Bill, Bill Skitlin's little
2: ants here? Yeah.
4: He just stopped by and he gave me a handful. <laughs> <Good>.
2: Nice.
4: <laughs> yeah. Nice guy. And he gave my wife some chocolate. Fantastic. <laughs> Seems like he... I think he carries chocolate around in his bag for people.
2: <laughs> he's, Who knows? He's nice. <laughs> all right. We got hats. You can see flies on the front. Yeah. Yep. fly hats. A little, uh, little
4: mouse pattern too? Yeah. A little different than... Uh, Anything else on the market in that it's a patch that's fastened to your hat, or sewn on, and um, it's uh, embroidered straight into the Velcro. So a patch that's on your hat all the time, instead of jacking your hat up yeah. with uh, flies, you can stick. It I rest. used to like
2: fold the little. I don't know what it's called, but I used to all stick flies in here in my yeah, cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah. And then you put your hat on. You're like, Ugh, it kind of yeah, hurts. Yeah. yeah, it works pretty they're, good. They're going to dry. They're in the sun. Yep, they're
4: in the sun. They're going to dry, and uh, and they're and they're there when you need them too. I mean, if you got if you if you're out fishing, you get jump out of the boat, and yeah, you,
2: you haven't it, lost that mouse in two days. Yeah,
4: two days. It's been stuck in there, and that and the fellow down here, Northern Sports Fishing Products, um, eighty-seven years old. That's what he ties, and, uh, he, and he gave that to me, and he gave my my wife one too pretty cool guy
2: absolutely yeah your wife and paula shearer could be sisters <laughs>
4: that's funny
2: yeah she's a sweetie
4: <laughs> yeah
2: all yeah right. and you got soft
4: goods as well yeah i got some t-shirts got uh nice. like who's the doing stuff. the artwork on those um all, everything all the, the design work of all these products have been done by me i'm like a, a sketch artist i would say Fantastic. and then and then i have a, a a guy that kind of polished everything up Uh um, in what I've asked for, like, you know, he'll send back two or three versions of, of what I've sent him, and then we'll kind of refine it from there, and, and kind of just refine down to these, this handful of shirts here. No one's confused you with Soup yeah. left Fly. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> all the time, all the time. And, and it's, the, the name's funny, because I was driving down the road, and gosh, I mean, how the heck do you even come up with a fly fishing name? There's, there's only so much you can use
2: in an industry that's already huge. And, um, There's a game called Snot Rags. <laughs> it's <there>. Yeah. <laughs> Kids game over there. It's like a card game.
4: It's here Snot at the Rags.
2: Yeah, they'll give you a free card game. It's <laughs> like match fish or something. I was like, oh,
4: that's kind of cool. Anything to
2: keep my kid entertained, Yeah, I'm going to go for it. You're doing it. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so uh, yeah. We, let's get you out of here for the awards. Where can we find you on social media?
4: Uh, supplefly at gmail.com is uh, my email address, and uh, just Supplefly on Instagram, Supplefly um, on Facebook.
2: S O U P L E F L Y. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, let's go get those awards. Yeah. I'm
7: here with team.
2: All right. So uh, Matt, introduce sure. yourself, and sure. who are you with?
9: Sure. I'm with uh, I'm Matt Abusi. I'm with uh, the Grunndens out of Paulsville, Washington. <laughs>
3: You
2: say Grund... Grundens. Grundens. Yeah. The, is that like a... What does that name mean?
9: Well, they are...
2: Uh, they know Grunden.
9: Yeah, yeah. They're originally a Swedish company, um, okay. but Grundens USA uh, is independent, and they're the premier manufacturer of uh, foul weather gear. So, okay. They built their brand in the commercial marine sector, building uh, the gear you see on the deadliest catch. All the guys that wear that welded PVC hardcore rain gear that you take into the nastiest conditions. And they also uh, have really branched out into outdoor and are launching a sport fishing line here at this show and at the
2: Miami Boat Show. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. So you got everything from lightweight to heavy duty with reflective material in case... You fall over.
9: Absolutely, absolutely. Everything in between. And, and now coming is uh, this whole sport fishing lineup. So they've uh, they hired a guy out of the North Face, the product designer that's now with Grundens uh, exclusively. He's a product designer, brings a uh, technical expertise in fabrics and textiles manufacturing and applications construction process. Uh, he's bringing a whole new uh, uh, world of technology to their sport fishing line that is, is really exciting stuff. So new to this industry. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Things are winding down for you guys right now? Yeah, just at the moment, you know, kind of the end of the day here, there's a lot of happy hour beer flowing at the other booths, yeah. and so um, we did that yesterday. And, Have
2: you ever uh, seen this? Whoa. Iron Maiden beer? That's a trip. Look at that. Where did you get that? Hardy booth. Wow.
9: That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, these guys got cool stuff going on. They're launching a women's line as well. The, the women, the commercial fishing women's community was was screaming for gear, and so they finally. They, they, these guys are the only guys designing commercial grade gear for women, and also this full layering system, um, outdoor gear, uh, sports fishing sports fishing lineup to come, and uh, yeah, really exciting stuff happening for these guys in the next uh, year All or so. Right. Yeah.
2: And bags as well. Yeah, the bags so really. No, cool. Nothing's getting in this bag. No, nothing's it's getting in this roll-topped.
9: bag. Roll top, roll top, dry bags, heavy duty, welded seams. I mean, these things are awesome for keeping gear dry, keeping beer cold, whatever you want to do with it. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, fantastic.
2: Where can we find you guys online? Any social media?
9: At com, um, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, they've got a, a, a good social media guy named Diego, who's um, really fun to follow. A lot of user generated content comes out of the Grundens uh, customer base, and they um have a really loyal and really uh fanatic uh fishing community that that wears exclusively Grunnins. so they're really cool to check out on instagram at grundon's usa
2: uh, on facebook um, yeah check them out all right well, thanks so much sure thank you
10: all right we got dave maynard finally how's it going it's going? going great rob it's finally good to meet you good to meet you too been dancing around it for a couple of years yeah. here it's happy hour mary with you she is on the way here to pick me up okay. right now. So she kind of got enough of the fishing show and had to head back to the hotel.
2: So let's talk about Real Fanatics. What's going on with that? Tell everybody out there and on iTunes what you're doing now.
10: Real Fanatics, we just launched our new platform, and um, it's much more interactive than the first one, a nice, nicer-looking interface and everything. So we are doing an Indiegogo campaign right now to raise money to, to finish building version 2.0 and... And it's better than ever. I'm really excited about Real Fanatics. Fantastic. Colorado's doing well. Colorado has been delivering some great fish for me this year. I haven't caught a lot of. Everybody knows I kind of like to carp fish. I haven't caught a lot of fish. Thirty-four, I think, I've landed this year. But I've had, I think, fifteen over twenty pounds this year wow. on the fly.
2: And uh, Flip said you might be able to take me to some some private ranch with some trout.
10: You know, Flip says a lot of stuff.
2: <laughs> we, were a little, we were a little boozy that night, too, so.
10: You know, um, yeah, I took Flip there. My friend here, Mark, has also been there, but yes, took Flip there, and he landed early in the morning the biggest uh, brown trout of his life, and then ended up the day with the biggest rainbow trout of that, his life, that a 13-pounder. That, that rainbow picture is insane. It's so well shot. Is that you who took the picture? I took that picture. It was on a fly that I tied. Flip was kind of busting me all day because I kept tying this real nasty-looking fly called a girdle bug. Mm-hmm. I go, why are you tying those? And I said, just be patient. You'll know tomorrow. And he lands that brown and the biggest huge rainbow. He landed on a four-weight, by the way. It was amazing.
2: It was a big fish. Y'all need to look it up somewhere. All right, and uh, Tuesday nights, where can we find everybody on Twitter? On Fish Chat. Hashtag
10: Fish Chat seven to eight. I need to set my alarm because I'm always forgetting. I'm just just crazy busy, so. You know, um, we're having a lot of traction with Fish Chats. doing very well, so 7 o'clock Denver time, 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern.
2: Speaking of Denver, when you go back, can you please drink an Odell's for me? I have not had an Odell's in like two years. I will have one next time I'm back just for you, Rob. I'm not even a beer drinker. I've been drinking that since I was 16. I came back on a flight when I was 16 with two growlers of beer. Nobody said anything.
10: Well, you know they don't always ID on the plane, so yeah. and you know I think a, it, I'd like, ID you now, though.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little sketchier looking these days. All right, Dave. Well, I'm gonna go find uh, some more people to harass, and finally, good to meet you. And next time I'm up in Breck, we're gonna have to meet up. Sounds great, Rob. Thanks. Right. So I am now done with the show. It was exciting, and I'm gonna talk to you to make the time pass while I walk to my nasty hotel room before I go to the Costa Party. So I hope I got to cover a lot of people today. I'll let you all know about what's coming out next year, what's new and notable. Setting up some future podcasts with people. We'll do those over the Skypes. Good day, I'd say. A lot of walking, the ankles are killing me. I'm so glad I wore those compression socks. They are uh, a game changer. I think I might wear them now It's just my regular socks. They just don't have any padding to them. It's six o'clock. I still haven't eaten yet today, other than a cookie and a handful of uh, Chex Mix. And you know, everyone's got free beer and stickers. Why like, can't they have like pizza or like little sliders or like Totino's pizza rolls, you know? That'd make life easier. And I'm walking by the pond right now that last year had that monstrous bass there's so many people today that you know, you'd know you see, you wanna go talk to them, but they're just busy talking with other people and you hang out and hang out and you don't really get a chance to speak with them. There was the, uh, the guy with the permit tattoo on his neck. Um, did not get to talk to Clutch Fly Rods. I wanted to talk to Lee about that and picking up all the Great Lakes people. Wanted to talk to Mike Schmidt. Couldn't find the Fly Vines people. I brought two Fly lines for them. There's a big old egret right now next to me, as opposed to the one that was uh, in the sidewalk blocking my way this morning. I'll put that on YouTube when I get Wi-Fi. Here comes a rickshaw. Living large. Yeah, man. So yeah, it's a good long day. I, you know, I, honestly, I slept in a little bit. I had the alarm set for 7:45 to get up, go get a bagel and a coffee. That never happened. I didn't make it to the show until like 10.30. It's rare I get to sleep in, especially after a long night like last night. So, um, I have to give a special thanks to Yeti Coolers. Man, there's like tiny juvenile fish all over this pond. And you know there's something just monstrous lurking down in there. They're all hanging out over this white pipe so I can see their outlines. Uh... So, I got in line to get the, the wife something from Yeti. Yesterday was the Colster. Today was their short Rambler. And of course, the wife, you know, she likes to have a cold beverage. And I got in line. I was uh, podcasting and was watching my watch, and, and I didn't make it over there in time. And I finally did, and um, I was five people behind the last person to get a ticket. But I was like, you know what? I'm hanging out with people. I'm conversing, and we're talking and chatting, finding about, you know, what they do on the iCast side. You know, I'm on the IFTD side most of the day today. So we hung out, and then the line kept moving and moving. And I finally got up there, and I was expecting like, dude, I would have taken a, a Yeti bumper sticker, you know, whatever. They're generous enough, and they say thank you for waiting so patiently in line. I'm sorry we did not have a ticket for you, but here's a colster for you. So now the wife and I have matching colsters. And yeah, so uh, I'm hoping that it's not going to be too loud tonight at the the Costa Party. Hopefully I can get some more people on. We're at now uh, one hour and 56 minutes in recording just today. So Jason, shout out to you for cleaning this all up. I definitely got you some presents, so expect a care package in the mail. And uh, so what I was excited about this year... Last year I liked the, uh, the Snikwa, they were not here. Um, I like the Supplefly, the Modular Visor. Uh, Mavenfly had some great colors. Who else did I talk to? I think the most impressed was the, uh, the guys from the Olympic Peninsula. They just seem to have, I mean, it's dialed down. Their booth, wow, there's like 20 monstrous dragonflies above me in the parking lot right now. I'm just going to stand here and watch them. Because I'm a nerd like that. Uh, yeah, so also the, uh, the fly tying wheel that you can just, like, pick up and move from one location to the other to tie, And the sleeves. Um, so when, when you heard about the, the SPF sleeves there, it was two gentlemen from Fly Fish America. And they were, I don't know, they were sitting down. And I just happened to be there right at the start of the spiel. So you got to hear a real sales pitch, kind of, from what you would hear from a buyer at ICAST. I'm definitely gonna be buying those sleeves uh, for gardening work, but also for guiding. I like a short-sleeved shirt. I don't like being so hot in the summer. I also just went by to the Matsuo booth. I got myself a custom airbrushed Matsuo uh, shad with the flared gills. And I had it's black with the red Matsuo logo on it. So that is gonna go up in the office. It was awesome finally meeting Marianne. And we're definitely gonna meet up with her sometime in the future over Skype and get the podcast about walleye and walleye fishing. Even if it's about conventional fishing, I absolutely know nothing about walleye. So I'm looking forward to all that knowledge. I think that rounds out about today. Uh, I have more koozies and stickers, and I know what to do with, so the TPFR folks will be getting those at their next beer tie, and I'm going to drop off my backpack and head over to the party, so uh, I'm going to sign off for now. If I put my flip-flops on, hopefully I don't get, like, carpet sars or mold on the ceiling. You know that song, Gold on the Ceiling, by that, that... that hipster kids like. Uh, yeah, there's mold on my ceiling. So that's it. Tomorrow I fly out. My flight's at 11. And I got to Uber home, see what grew and didn't grow in the garden. And I have a client on Saturday night. We are going to be bass fishing at night from the stealth craft with the lights on out on a lake. And uh, it should be pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited. You have know, got those frogs, clousers. I'm trying to cut through the. Uh, a median with plants. Okay, so yeah, that's that's it. I'll catch up with y'all later. All right, we got Thad Robinson now. We're outside at How at the Moon, the Costa Del Mar party, and Thad uh, representing Costa. You're doing the whole Geo series of movies now. So most
7: recently, Arapaima. Most recently was uh, Papua New Guinea black bass. I've been hearing a lot about that recently. Black bass is a very interesting creature. We got our asses handed to us last September by this fish, so this basically was the uh, was the revenge revenge trip to go back and and uh, exercise you know some seriousness on that fish. So, where, where in PNG were you? Flew into into Port Moresby, and Holy then we. Crap. That place is like heinous, right? Just oh, guns everywhere. Oh yeah, dude, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Not a very very safe city. So immediately after arriving, then we hop on the boat where it's a lot more safe. And then uh, I think we did 300 miles, three or 400 miles up the coast on the boat. Took us two and a half days on the boat to get up to the river where we were going to go after these fish.
2: And and describe what does a a black bass out there look like? They kind of look like barramundi,
7: I think. no, not not so much barramundi. It is pretty much. It's kind of like the uh, the Frankenfish of bass. I mean, they're dark, they're big, they're huge, but picture like a a, a giant largemouth bass with canine teeth. and about uh 60 pounds heavier so just shredding any kind of leader in line you're throwing at of well the last time we went out and fished for him all we did was uh, bust lines and destroy
2: rods and at this point you think you guys have got every kind of species nailed down with all your adventures in the last decade but there's still things out there that are new and like surprising you guys oh every time figure, man so you get out there and you got did you figure out like what you needed beforehand?
7: Uh, we try to do that as much as we possibly can before we get to a place, but there's been a lot of times we you've got there where there's fish that show up that you didn't even know you were going to run into, like Guyana, you know. For instance, we're going after the, the butterfly peacock bass. I mean, we knew there was going to be arapaima there, so arapaima liked to eat peacock bass. So all of our flies were tied like a, like a peacock bass. The peacock bass liked to eat them, but then, you know, you got the pyara, the vampire fish... The wolf fish, which I don't even know how to describe. Very mean fish. And then, like, all the other different species of fish that, that you've that, got. that flathead catfish with the long barbels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Yeah. I mean, yeah, wait, how many? We, I think we got so seven cool. different species of catfish while we were in yeah. Guyana. Yeah, it was unreal. The different. The amount of fish that we
9: stacked... And we just checked off the list on, the, on that trip alone was like beyond any other trip we had been on. And we caught so many new fish on that trip. It was unreal.
8: Yeah. I
2: remember from, like in Mexico, there were some pretty heinous rashes and bugs. I know New Guinea's got like leeches that will like, litter- I, I was watching an eco race once. And a guy had one
7: to go up his peephole. That's yeah, ne- ne- never, never piss in the Amazon in the river. Yeah, the, the that's like, that's like the cardinal. That's like the cardinal rule. But when we were in Guyana, yeah, every, I think, we all we all got parasites. Any bot flies? No, but I think Brian probably got the worst. I probably got the second worst. But a lot of ticks. Uh, a lot of ticks a lot of, ticks. a lot of chiggers. I, I ended up hatching a family of chiggers in my foot that I didn't know that was there for about a week. Uh, They they kept saying
9: that I ticked my lower unit because I found a tick. I was actually mid-cast up on the bow, and it felt like an ant was crawling down my pants and bit me. And I was like, mid-cast, literally, and I just stopped casting. I was like, oh, I think there's an ant in my pants. And I had to to do a double check, and sure enough, tick found a spot to try and find a a home.
7: (laughs) But it's all worth it, right? Oh, oh, for sure, Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll take a tick on my dick any day of the week to catch a 200-pound so, air If I can tell
2: this story, I had a buddy who, uh, all right, under 18, earmuffs. So he, he was out in a field one night having relations with a girl, and then they went to go shower, and it had been on him for a while, and it was he said it was the size of a nickel on it. Uh. Because there's a lot of blood flow that goes there. Uh, yeah. He also had the record at UVA for eating the most live goldfish at once. I think it was like 42. That's
9: <laughs>
7: I don't think I could beat that. I don't think I'd want to try and beat that. So what's next? Going to little island, tiny island in the middle of the nowhere in the South Pacific. Some people might know what as called as Christmas Island. I'm guessing GTs? You know, there might be a GT that strays in front of our flight. But we're actually, we're going after, you know, sticking with the, the whole geobass theme and everything. There's a bass there that's called a red bass that's pretty badass. So right. if a GT or a milkfish or a bonefish happens to get in the way of my cast towards a red bass, you know, that... that
2: milkfish, j- I mean, there's weird-looking fish. Like, of course, there's the blobfish. Voted <laughs> ugliest fish online last year. But the milkfish is just bizarre. And it, you
8: feel like, algae flies at it? Yeah, the thing's complete vegetarian. I don't care. So it's it. like a, a saltwater grass car. Right.
9: Yeah, I mean, it, essentially, it's a... Uh, Gigantic bonefish! It's gonna t- t- totally wreck our stuff. You know, I mean, we're throwing algae flies at them. We've never caught anything like it before. I mean, the closest thing we can
7: compare it to is bonefish, but it's gonna th- totally throttle us. Yeah. How long is it gonna take to get there? Two days. Two days, two days to get there. And then we're gonna get, we're gonna stay there for two weeks. We're camping the whole time. Doing all of our own food, so, you know, hopefully there's some, like, snapper or something that we'll be able to catch and eat, because if not, we're just back on the rice and bean wagon again, which we hate. You got a preference for a brand of rice or a variety of bean? <laughs> After all this time? Whatever's available. Yeah. Whatever you can eat. I prefer the black bean over the pinto bean, so... Yeah. Rice, I'm not as picky on as long as uh, it's not full of ants, which uh, usually for us, it's full That's of ants. It's just extra protein. Tastes like pepper. Yeah.
9: Yeah, you can tell yourself it's pepper. Just
7: just pretend it's pepper. We once
2: made a, uh, like, it's it like mushroom soup. Dried mushrooms, but they're infested with beetles. We didn't know that until we were, like, eating oh. the soup. And I'm like, Dad, these spices have antenna. He's like, what are you, just, just eat your soup. I'm like, no, seriously? And then, like, you move your spoon, and they all just, like, the eyeballs and uh, Indiana Jones, they all just, like, float up at once. My mom's like, we can strain it, right?
7: <laughs> uh, no.
2: What about the booze? How do you get the booze out there? You got that
7: powdered booze yet? No, man, I want to get the powdered booze really bad. Yeah, you got any connections there, man?
2: I have not. I've never seen it, but I can imagine how great it's going to be for cruises and movie theaters and oh my gosh
7: yeah yeah that's a we usually end up spending like the first uh, day or two rounding up as much alcohol as we can to before we take off and that would definitely save us a lot of time to have powdered booze on the trip we've bought out entire villages of all of their alcohol before yeah we'll wipe them out <laughs> just we'll like, walk just take store, it all. We'll take we'll we'll every every bit of alcohol that's on the shelf is gone. Jay's around, and then every cigarette that's on the back shelf is gone too. So. I can't have anything
2: maple because of him. Jay gave me that maple crown in Vegas, and it no,
7: it's it, like drinking a pancake,
2: dude. Oh, uh, dude, it was like Aunt Jemima. Like I like <laughs> on Aunt Jemima or something. It was, yeah.
7: Well,
9: feel better if it's cold.
2: Yeah, got to You got to ice it. So you guys have just been promoting the movies with while you're here, just garnering more sponsors.
7: Hopefully, no, I mean not really trying to garner, garner more sponsors. You know, the whole deal is is, uh, is happens because of Coast of Sunglasses, and we don't really uh, have to go after anybody else. So it's been really nice to work with those guys. They love what we do. They're fully supported behind the, the project. They've been with us for eight years, I think now. Yeah quite a long time so are you guys going to release a box set we are releasing a DVD that actually it's coming out I think next month They're either in August or September so there will be a new DVD that's going to be released um, you'll, you'll be able to get it on the Costa web store on the Costa website all of season one of Geobass all combined together plus we put a lot of really cool new stuff in there that nobody's ever seen cutting room floor stuff behind the scenes so it should be really cool and the last couple trips, any more federales, you know, trying to put the hand in the till? Uh, No more federales, just, uh, you know, a couple of, uh, like, witch doctors. Now, you know, we've gone beyond the federales. Now now it's, like, full-on just, like, voodoo
2: happening to us on some of these trips. You know what happened to Rockefeller when he was in, in New Guinea, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> to, to walk, <laughs> put, like, the barbecue sauce on Jay when he's walking through the jungle.
7: <laughs> we will for sure. All right.
2: Well, I think that that sums up everything I need to know. And uh, let's just have fun. And uh, I don't know. I, I asked for something fruity, tropical, and rummy. So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna it's have to order go that one
7: next time because that drink actually looks pretty. good.
2: Yeah, it's the big bartender dude. He looks like uh, he could be like on Game of Thrones as one of the big fighter dudes, <laughs> like the Mountain or something. What
9: do they call that man?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Do we have a name for this drink? Yeah, you're on a podcast on iTunes right now.
8: It's Nameless. The Nameless
2: Drink. A nameless drink. Do, you, do you want to introduce yourself?
8: Hi, my name's Olivia, and I'm from Orlando.
2: And you're not a pirate?
8: And I'm definitely not a pirate. She's
2: got the pirate boots. Exactly. It's, it's a little hot to be wearing socks like that.
8: I know, but it's part of the outfit. All right. You know? It was nice meeting everyone. Thanks so much. I'll be back. <laughs>
7: and we can't wait till she comes back either.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Body. My goodness. yeah let's talk cheeky reels man 11 new reels and spinning spinning reels as well we have six spinning reels uh three fresh
7: three salt so uh definitely a uh we're we're very excited about it what was the decision
2: to to make new stuff
7: well we made the decision a while ago so this has been uh we've been a little tight-lipped about it but it's been a couple years in the making so uh you know the the bottom line is we we love to fish and we know how to make reels we know the tolerances we know the materials and uh so we're excited to, to bring them to market but uh that's not all we have five new fly reels as well this year too so 11 11 in total which is pretty super uh fish stopping drags yeah we have awesome drags on them we have a uh, uh, the tyro series which ranges in price from 129 to 149 uh has a great drag same drag as the boost series and then we have the new space series uh which is obviously specifically for spay angling and that's uh that's got the fully sealed drag on it fantastic
2: all right well go drink rock and roll we will do Yeah, man that was a good elevator speech <laughs> well i got it down right on dude all right, all
3: right, later.
2: See ya. Woohoo! So that's a wrap for iCast. I'm back home in the quote unquote office tying room. It was a fun trip. Hopefully, you guys got to hear all the the new products coming out. There were people I talked with, I talked to Colby at Cast gear, they've got a lot of soft goods coming out, and I just had to tell them how much I liked my Hellraiser hoodie that I bought from him last winter. So when I left you, I was walking back to the hotel, got a quick shower, and got over to the Costa Party early, which was a benefit for me because I was maybe 10th person in line. We got uh, our wristbands when we got carded, and then gift bags when we got in there. And the gift bags included... Costa stickers, Costa koozies. I got the Yeti um, short cup that I had been in line for. And I'm drinking a cup of coffee out of it now. It's very nice. I could tell you the Costa party was fantastic. They had hors d'oeuvres. So I was able to get, I guess you call it lunch. And I got my first drink. I went up to the bar and I said, I just need something tropical, fruity with rum in it. And he's like, all right gives me this orangey purple drink in a mason jar and I went outside. I wasn't a fan of the music. It was loud. I wanted to sit down and get some fresh air cuz I'd been inside all day. So there's a giant white tent set up outside and next to that there is just tables. So I grabbed a table and I kind of have the place to myself. So I'm just sitting there having a drink and talking with the wait staff and people start trickling in and you can tell that people are getting there. Because the line now is like a block and a half long. So I basically am camped out. If people start trickling in, you, you've heard Thad, um, Thomas from Diablo Paddle Sports, some of the Costa people. I bump into Brad Gettner, Getner Consulting. Bump into Aiden from Rebates. We've got uh, Chris Hunt from TU. And basically the benefit of sitting out there is, Everyone's moseying around, so eventually people come around to you, and we got to sit down, and we're on really high chairs, so you were at eye level. I didn't really have to get up to talk with people, and then Lisa came over from Maven Fly, Hillary from Outdoor Media. I didn't get to talk to her. Jen Ripple stopped by. She does Dunn Magazine, and I've seen her face online for years. I've never met her, and having her in front of me, I didn't put one and two together, so I'm sitting there kind of talking with Jen Ripple, no idea who she is. And finally, uh, finally got you sort of to meet her. We didn't really have a conversation though. And we, the, the drink was named the no name drink. And the benefit was it was mostly juice and a lot of ice. So with that heat, it melted and I basically got hydrated with fruit juice and it was great. I was very happy. The drinks were not strong. I sat out there all night talking with people It was fun. We almost closed the place down. I left at around 1130. People were going to another party. I think the Smith Optics 1980s party was going on. I just wanted to go back and go to bed. There's exhausting, and then there's ICAST, IFTD exhausting. It's on another level. My ankles just felt like they were on fire. Compression socks were great. My knees held up. You know, I'm used to walking around all day, but when you're in water, you got a little bit of buoyancy, a little bit of ease of pressure on you. Cement floors just destroy your body. So I'm walking out. and I'm like, all right, I'm kind of hungry. Who's got some late night food open? I just wanted a quick nosh. And sure enough, there's a cheesesteak food cart outside Howl at the Moon Bar. And you've got this just big dude behind there cooking. He's got a white towel around his neck because he's sweating in front of the grill. It's, you know, like 90 degrees out, pure humidity. I get a steak and cheese with just everything, like every condiment you can imagine. I'll post a picture, and you're going to look at that picture and be like, dude, I know why Justin calls you a greasy bastard. But this was a budget trip for me, and I was living off of handout foods. Plus, on uh, Saturday, we had a golf ball go through our condo kitchen window into the kitchen. And of course the golfers cleaned up the glass, kicked it under and walked away. So they knew they were wrong and that's 250 bucks out of pocket right there. So boom bam. Uh yeah. So we had an open house on Sunday and hopefully nobody noticed. We're waiting to find out if the condo sells because paying two mortgages right now is not fun. So I get back to the hotel room. I take out my contacts check up on a little social media, hit the head, wake up, Uber to the airport. Apparently the, the four, the road that goes through there is extremely dangerous. We had just seen like the aftermath of a fatal car accident, uh, police tape everywhere. My Uber driver had this very thick Puerto Rican accent. He was hilarious. We we were talking gardening the whole time at the airport. Uh, he was saying he, and he was trying to, you know, do the Spanish-to-English conversion for spinach and, and onions. and uh, We just had a really good time. He, he's talking about his just massive garden that he's able to grow in Florida. But he's saying there's just like deadly accidents on four on a daily basis. There's tourists from all over the world that come to Orlando. And they will just merge across four lanes of traffic without looking. Get to the airport. Get through security. Get a huge Cadoba burrito. I don't know why they put cilantro in their burrito, in the rice. You know, I I picked up on exactly the three minimal pieces of leaves that were in there. It's not there for, it's more for advertising. Like when you say crispy apple smoked bacon, that's going to sell better than just bacon. So white rice doesn't sell. If you have a cilantro white rice, you know, it's going to market itself better. It's a key catchphrase. So there's exactly three little strands of cilantro and I got every one of them and like dry heaved and gagged flight was easy. I was in the back row. The woman next to me was flying with her two-year-old and she's like, Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. I was like, lady, if he's bad, it's just mother nature getting back to me for taking a, you know, a one-year-old on a flight to Australia. And he was cool. We chatted the whole time. I'm sure everyone thought I was the husband and dad. Since she was coming to town, her parents actually live like right down the street from here. So, good conversation, two hours, Uber home, get back, start unpacking. I've got a whole goodie bag headed up to Jason. He'll probably hear about this before he gets it just because I didn't realize just how busy you are with a house. Like, it's nonstop mowing and weeding and mulching and pulling and So I'm trying to, like, my tying room is still a mess. I've got a custom order going out of scorpion flies and damsel nymphs, and I'm kind of doing like one fly in between chores. There's mosquitoes in the house now. I don't know how they got in, but I've killed three so far. So I've been super busy getting behind on work. You know, this is, it's Tuesday now. I came home on Friday. and Then my parents dropped off, my daughter and my dog, and then the wife came home from Boston a couple hours later, and... Uh, We had a cold beer. It turns out that Coors does not fit in the Yeti Colster. Now, there's two things I want to fully endorse so far from this trip. One, line cutters. You heard them earlier. It's not expensive. I wore it on my Saturday row with my client. It was on my middle right finger. Um, The Velcro gets kind of used to wearing, but once you're able to just like pull out your spool of 30-pound butt material and just pop your knuckle across it, and it cuts like a hot knife through rope. You're sold. It did not get in the way of rowing. It's now on my dashboard of my car. There's like a little cup, little change pocket. It sits there. One of my new favorite toys. Second is the Colster. I had to go out and get more cheap beer. Uh, the, I didn't want Bud. I didn't want Miller. I wanted something different. So I got Modelo and cans to fit my Colster. And yes, your your last sip is as cold as your first. The, there's no condensation, and the actual vessel does not get cold. Now, yesterday we were driving errands all over town. It was 93 degrees. I had a seltzer, lime flavored polar seltzer, in there, and we. I started driving at uh, 11. We got back at two, and it was still cold in the car. Now, granted, I went working in the afternoon. It was still 93, and it sat in the cold car, the hot car with no air conditioning, and it got warm after. Three hours in the car. But granted, it was probably 120 degrees in the car. So those are two of my favorite products. I also wore one of the net gaiters yesterday from, bear with me here a second. Um, oh, come on, guys. I'm sorry. Your, your label's not on the net gator. The one that does the Trout Unlimited, they do the um, BS Fish. Is that it? They do the arm covers, the hoods, everything, and really cool girl worked there. I sat down with my Iron Maiden beer and just chatted for 20 minutes. Her name is Echo, and someone's like, hey, Echo, and I'm used to hearing that as like, you know, military for E, and sure enough, that was her name. So we had a long talk. I just sat there and sipped on my beer. Walked around the Yeti booth in the afternoon. This is going back to the the iCast. Uh, Yeah, so where am I now? So you want to hear about who not to do business with. We'll close out the podcast with this. So 10 years ago, I worked at Breckenridge Outfitters. My two bosses were Crosby Bean from AC Bean Outdoors. You can find that on Instagram and Ian Davis. Now, Ian Davis lived in Wyoming and worked for Yellow Dog. He would come into town occasionally to check on things. He did not like the fact that I had a medical ID bracelet around my neck. He said, no jewelry allowed when you work for me. It's like, okay, whatever, dude. Uh, bumped into him at the fly fishing shows the last five years. Uh, you know, He always rubbed me the wrong way, so I kind of avoided them. You never heard a podcast from them. This, so, and then the Somerset show this past January, I'm walking past him in a completely empty aisle. Just me. I've got my shirt on with my name on it. I walk by, and I hear him mutter under his breath the full-on word, a-hole. You know, put the whole word together. And I stopped in my tracks, and I looked around, and I'm like, there's no one else here. This guy, out of nowhere, under his breath, just called me an a-hole. And I looked around, and honestly, I didn't believe it at the time. I was like, maybe he's got the burps or something. I don't know, but uh, I was like 98% sure. Get down to ICAST. And we all know that Cuba is opening up yesterday the embassy in u s embassy in Havana opened and the Cuban embassy in washington d c opened after fifty four years so the big thing now is fly fishing is opening up in Cuba so I walk up to Ian at his booth and I give him my card and say, "Hey Ian, you might remember me I worked for you ten years ago at Breckenridge outfitters. I do a podcast I'd like to talk to you about oh no I didn't handle my my uh card yet. I said, hey, Ian, I do a podcast, Fly Fishing. I want to find out about Yellow Dog Outfitters opening up its business now for fishing in Cuba. And I handed him my card and I said, this is for uh, guides and outfitters who can't make it, shop employees, and for all the listeners across the world that might want to do business with you. He looks at my card and with the attitude of a three and a half year old. I kid you not, the immaturity of this conversation blew my mind. You heard how awesome everybody I cast and IFTD is. It's hugs, high fives, let me buy you a beer, how's it been, how's your kids, love the podcast, I love your TV shows that you do, everyone's talking back and forth, so much fun. He looks at my card and looks at me and goes, you're the guy that stole the award last year. And he said something else because at that point, I was just in shock at the tone of his voice, his attitude. And he basically just like flicks my card back at me and just storms off down the lane. And I'm talking, there's a a girl from Sage and she looks at me and I look at her and I'm like, what the F was that? I just wanted to find out this guy's business opportunities. And now, if you remember last year at IFTD, there was the Drake Film Festival, 100 people in a room, the ballroom at the hotel, and there's nobody there to accept the Best Saltwater Movie Award. I'm in the back corner talking to somebody, more like a group of people. I've got a beer in my hand, had a couple cocktails. And Ben Bolas is up on stage, president of AFTA, and he says, all right, there's no one here to accept the Best Saltwater Movie Award. Their plane was delayed. Who wants to accept it? My back to the stage... I lift my head up and do the finger point like Seabass in dumb and dumber. When he looks at the waitress and he's getting a, a beer on uh, Jim Carrey, Lloyd Christmas, the little like mm, 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 just pointing down at me, not even looking at the stage. And Ben is like, all right, snow, White, come up and accept the award. I figured there'd be like a dozen other people in the crowd. And it was funny. Everybody there was laughing. I'm up on stage. I'm holding up this award. I'm walking around with it that night, put it back in the hotel room. The next day, everyone's laughing about it. We're having a good joke. What am I going to do with a five-pound glass, you know, award? I don't want to take it back with me. I have nothing to do with this. So when we're at the Costa Party that night, hanging out with David Babb Flying the Flats, and the girl from the Drake comes up. She's like, hey, we need the award back. And I am like, all right, I'll go get it. And after, uh, you know, a little bit at the bar, I walk across the street Bring it back, and I give the Drake Award back in a a velvet bag that it came in. No harm or anything. Everybody had a good laugh. We were laughing about it then. People were coming up to me all winter at the shows. We were laughing about it. Somehow, Ian, in his uh, juvenile attitude, completely missed out on that. And that confirmed for me that he did, in fact, call me an a-hole at Somerset. I don't know what his problem is. Uh, he's got some issues, but if you're listening to this, I do not want you. No, my job is to I endorse companies. I endorse the Yetis, the line cutters. All these products I'm going to in the show are things that I want you to use Taylor Reels, the flywheel. Um, I want you to use the supple fly on your car. I want you to buy Matsuo hooks. I want you to buy Matsuo lures. I want you to buy Babe Winkleman's fish fry. I want you to use um, all these products that are great, and it's all a friendly community. I do not want you to associate at all with Yellow Dog, based on their behavior of 10 years now. I think it's a company that is juvenile, childlit, t- childish. If you're following them on social media, stop. Um, I stopped following Jim Klug, who, uh, who, who owns it. I, I'm going to put up on all my social media once this podcast comes out, if you're a fan of mine on Facebook, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, if you're a friend of mine, I want you to cut all ties with Yellow Dog. They do not deserve your hard-earned money. They do not deserve your business. They can't run a proper organization at shows where they're calling people profanities, where they're storming off with childish behavior. And I don't want to end the podcast on, on a sour note. So let's say... um Everybody at the show was awesome. Trout Unlimited, uh, Cascade Crest Tools, all the, the people that we interviewed at the bars, hearing about all the fish that Thad has been catching around the world, and shout-out to all the companies giving out freebies. I've got stickers for everybody at Tidal Potomac Fly Rodders. I want you to go to Black Eel Outfitters online and like them on Facebook and follow them. I want you to fish and hire them. When you're up in Massachusetts, I want you to buy compression socks now because they work. I want you to, um, what else do I want you to do? I want you to go check out all the new Orvis lines. I want you to buy the bank shot. I want you to get um, Mavenfly products. I want you to get Andrea Larco and A.D. Maddox Vitavoo logoed gear. I want you to check out all this fantastic stuff because ICAST is a community. IFTD is a community. It is one of the highlights of my year. I choose that versus going out to Colorado and staying with my in-laws and trout fishing for like two weeks. That's what I chose to spend my money on, my hard-earned money. You know, we're wearing waders in 93-degree heat yesterday. I work my butt off at this job. I go to ICAST to share everything with you. Jason's gonna work his butt off, cutting and pasting all of these together, and uh, it's a fantastic thing. So go to online, check out Sam Roots' social media, Venturing Angler, check out AD Maddox, check out all the people with the hashtag IFTD or ICAST or ICAST 2015 ICAST. Uh, Florida IFTD 2015 and I hope this gives you a good idea of what it's like to have all the brains in the industry in one location at the same time putting their ideas together deals were being made at bars deals were being made uh, on the floor in line for things Uh, follow everybody on social media that I interviewed like them on Facebook do business with them Put down their stuff for your Christmas or Hanukkah list, your birthdays or anniversaries. Whatever you do, support everybody because fly fishing is not a sport. It's a lifestyle. And next up, we are going to have the gigantic snakehead podcast once I set up the studio in here. So thank you very much for listening to this long one. Thank you very much, Jason, for copying and pasting this. You've got a swag bag on its way. Thank you for everybody I talked to. I can't wait to see you all either on the water or at the shows or somewhere bumping into you at the airport. I definitely want to go down and fish with Thomas now. I want to try out a Diablo paddle sport and yes, it did take me 10 minutes to figure out that El Gato was for catamaran. Signing off, I'll talk to you all later.
1: Thank you for joining us for the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. For more information or to contact Rob, please go to www.robsnowwhite.com.